this. The one of one is missing. Uh Uh-uh. I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Raider rookie logo. Doing more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to throw the football to. Guess how much I sniped this for an auction. Number to five, you dirty yep. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? 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 Football cards, collecting and investing. If you do not love the National Football League... This show is not for you. If you don't love football cards, this show is not for you. But that's why we're here. We are the maniacs who love both of these things. And Andy is a maniac. He runs the data. He gives you everything you need to know each and every week on the Football Card Quest Nation. And Andy, my first question for you, man, it's fantasy playoff season, baby. How did you do overall not only with the underdog but just with fantasy football as a whole and i want everybody to let me know how they did in the chat and if that made you want to go buy more football cards yeah man it always makes me want to go buy more football cards um yeah so underdog fantasy i'm advancing one out of the nine best ball mania four teams i'm also advancing a puppy roster another puppy super flex roster so i got a few teams advancing there um that one best ball mania though obviously is is the big one i would love i love to make a, a deep run at that um it's promising it's promising it's a it's a dak cd lamb uh sam laporta trey mcbride roster with with Bijan and kenneth walker and stuff on there so that's uh, an interesting roster and then seasonal fantasy it looks like I am going to squeeze definitely like I'm a I'm a dominant force in one of our dynasty startup leagues that started up okay. this this past year. Uh let first place in that league. So I'll definitely be making the playoffs there. I'm in the playoffs in this other dynasty league. So that's two. Uh that one I'm gonna miss, but then I got yeah, so it looks like I'm just over 50% advance rate in my seasonal. So good. Uh, one. Look at you, big dog. Yeah, man. And and in fact, if you look at our current our league, the one that you and I co-owned here, the um, the Mad Cards Dynasty League. If you look at that league, we are seven and seven. And let's look at the overall playoff picture. I think we might squeak in there. I don't know, man. Yeah, we're squeaking into the playoffs, Squeak Carter. In. Let's go, baby. Let's go. So, obviously, from a football card perspective, okay, I cost myself the playoffs by not starting Jake Browning this past weekend. And I want to let you know, Andy, I want to let you know that on Sunday morning, your boy woke up and had Jake Browning as my starter. But I benched him for Joshua Dobbs. For Joshua Dobbs. That's how great of a fantasy player I am. I'm a mediocre fantasy football player. So my question for you, Andy, this has been the year of the backup quarterback, right? You take a look at the NFL MVP race and people want to give Brock Purdy the MVP, which I think would be one of the more underwhelming NFL MVPs we have had in recent history. And this year has been an awesome year for these amazing backup quarterback stories. Now, I see Chad in the chat right now. Chad has made a lot of money buying backup quarterbacks. And we shared last week one of the biggest flips you could have possibly had this year from a football card perspective, Andy, was Jake Browning, right? This was a guy who had his college uniform, Prism Auto, selling for $4 out the door um, roughly a month ago. And now they're in the 300s and the 400s. So this has become one of the biggest football card stories of the season where not only him, but guys like Tommy DeVito, the cutlet master himself. Andy, you, you can you can rake in the cash if you're able to target some backup QBs. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, uh, Jake Browning is one of one of those guys. But you're you're right. Tommy DeVito looked good last night. It's it's wild, man, and how the NFL changes on a week to week basis, and the the team's identity. You know who they are this week is not who they were three to four weeks ago. They change over these these three to four week cycles. So you see teams 
like starting to come alive now, <laughs> like the Giants, the Titans. Like this is one of the reasons why I don't like um, selling cards in auction, because if you were ending an auction last night of Jordan Love, let's say, you know, you, you're not capitalizing right. on the peak price that you could have gotten. Now, if you had it in a buy it now, you just didn't sell your card, but you still have it listed at the price point at which you want to sell it at. And you've got still future, um, a, a plenty of future markers left to to uh, to sell it at, you know. So, you know, and you were like at last night timing auction it would have been like Tommy DeVito or, or uh, Will Levis, you know, and just trying to pinpoint that players that kind of go off on on these island primetime games. Very difficult. Sometimes we can we can use all the analysis in the world and look at the rankings and the matchups and everything. But when it comes down to game time, it just, just never quite know how the ball is going to bounce. So that's why I like selling and buy it now, Carter. You've always been a BIN guy. Um, it's going to be wild if Jake Browning or Tommy DeVito takes their teams to the playoffs, right? They're now back in, in the hunt, both of those teams, with backup QBs, which is absolutely crazy uh, to me. Also, of course, last night was a pretty big night for the Will Levis hive out there. Um, but you see, these Tommy DeVitos, I mean, this is very, and I'm not going to say cheap, but sage non-licensed Illinois college uniform cards, 175 out the door, Andy. Yeah, that's what happens when you do not have many cards in your supply, in your markets like uh, Tommy DeVito. So Jake Browning, I highlighted this yesterday, has 60 different rookie cards. They're primarily the Prism draft picks, the collegiate draft picks, the... Um, uh, luminance, you know, is one score is another one. So if you look at tcdb.com, you can see that Tommy DeVito has even fewer, only 39 cards ever made for Tommy DeVito as of right now. So those cards, if you look, they're all sage, man. They're, they're, they're all sage. Um, you, you maybe be able to find something else, some Panini instant, the instant NFLs. Those are going to be incredibly hard to find. If you can find those, those are the cards that that you want to get your hands on obviously because they're going to be there you go like i i would i would buy these all day um especially under twenty dollars because they do have that that print run but see, this is the thing i don't like about this carter it's a pre-sale so it kind of confuses uh. people you may come in here and buy it like yeah tommy devito giants uniform got the instance quarterback man this guy's quick on his feet make some plays uh, but if you look at this card, it doesn't have that printed serial number yet. They're still selling them. So they're selling them right now. And, um, people are, they're, they're pre-sales. So I don't know when he'll get these probably not a few from a, a few weeks from now, but at that time, you know, like we said, the NFL changes <laughs> and a few weeks from now, Tommy DeVito may not be hot at all. So, um, you, you want to really capitalize on the market that's out there now, you know? Yeah, and Tommy DeVito has all these kind of weird like market dynamics here. He's an Italian in New York with the um, Italian agent, the cutlet stuff. They've done so many funny jokes um, and, and whatnot. But Andy, if I were to ask you off the top of your head, can you tell me how many passing yards Tommy DeVito had last night? What would be your answer? It wasn't, it wasn't a whole lot. <laughs> I know that. Um, if I, if I had to guess, cause I don't, I don't remember the exact, uh, stat line here. I'm going to guess say he had like 180, 158. Okay. So yeah. understand, <laughs> what you're, understand what you're buying into. I I'll, I'll be honest. Jake Browning looks like he can play. He, he really does. Right. This was, you know, Tommy DeVito wasn't the most dominant college athlete you will see. Okay. Um, Jake Browning was really good. I mean, this was a guy who had some Heisman Trophy uh, votes, right? Um, he, he's got some mobility to him. Not a whole lot, but he, he's got some wiggle to his game. And something else I love about Jake Browning, and this is something that you harp on quite a bit, Andy, 2019 was a very interesting year for football cards, right? It was the final year before we had the print run explosion of 2020 with you know, COVID and all of that. So once again, with Jake Browning, you just had these prism autos. They've gone down a little bit, um, but 
it's still wild to me that you could have got that card four dollars out the door. It's it's insane. Yeah, you know, on the base score, these were cards you were picking up in a dollar bin. If if the dealer even you know knew who he was, I'm sure there's some dealers that didn't. You know, whether it was baseball or basketball, or, you know, just you know, not deep football fans. Like I didn't know who Jake Browning was before um, his break his breakout this season, and, and it was due to the Joe Burrow injury. So sometimes it takes the injury for the the next guy to stand, uh, step up and he's got to capitalize on that opportunity. That's the perfect storm if he does. And that's what we're seeing with Jake Browning, a uh, guy with only 60 different rookie cards. Absolutely insane. Now, Andy, if I were to ask you right now, mm-hmm. who would your vote for NFL MVP be? I'll give you mine while you think. It's, it's Dak Dakota Prescott. This guy is the guy, right? I gave him as play of the week last year, and I understand a lot of us fear uh, the the playoff dip, but Dak is a really freaking good quarterback. He just is, okay? Gear eight, him and CeeDee Lamb, probably the best connection going right now um, in in the NFL, especially, you know, with what happened with Tyreek and Tua last night. Um, I, I, I think it's Dak, you can make a case that this is a great year to give it to a non-quarterback. I, I, I'm not, I can't get on board with Brock Purdy winning the NFL MVP. I can get on board with him being very good, NFC Pro Bowler level good. I don't know if I can if I can get there though. I do think Dak winning the MVP would 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 be good for football cards as well, right? Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with Dakota and I think the Cowboys and the 49ers will play in the NFC championship game. Ooh, Cowboys 49ers. So Eagles are out. Mm. Who's your MVP? Let's hear it. Well, I mean, uh, it's hard. It's hard to not uh, agree with your Dak Prescott take. I mean, he's hitting a career high in completion percentage. You know, he's already thrown for over thirty five hundred yards and we still have a few weeks to go. You know, he's throwing the ball in the red zone. He's got the highest red zone attempts. Uh, They're also playing. They're playing pretty slow. So that means he's been incredibly efficient. He's number one in money throws, number one in passing touchdowns with twenty eight. Uh, his fantasy points per game is a, is a top three quarterback right now. Ooh. So he's a guy that from before the season, you know, you were drafting in the middle to later rounds of your Superflex dynasty. I even I even attempted to trade Dak Prescott, I would say about a third of the way through the season, um, like at the end of September. And the guy that I was trying to trade with declined the trade. I don't remember the whole details, but it was Dak. And some other pieces I was trying to trade. And I said, all right, you're going to be sorry. Because I, I was trying to convince him. And now he he like reaches out to me like once a week, wishing that he would have taken that trade. Um, but uh, yeah, but Dak is just just popping in so many complete. And he's he's number two in deep ball. So this has been a huge CD land breakout year. So when you look at that and you look at the ADP, you know, going in those those middle to later rounds behind, you know, 15 other quarterbacks or at least a dozen other quarterbacks. But now he's in the top three, and so that means his ADP has climbed to a top three fantasy quarterback. And as a result, as you can see over the past 180 days, those rookie cards, unlike a lot of other guys, his cards have continued to go up. So you can see the Prism's now up to $250, the Prism PSA 10. You know, all these cards are up 30 to 50% across the board pretty much. On his on his mainstream most popular cards like the Select, Optic, Donruss, and Prism PSA ten. I I'm loving so. Dak. I'm loving Dak right now. I really am. Am I really Andy talking myself into the the, the Cowboys actually making a playoff run? Hell, the Texas Longhorns have made a playoff run uh, this year. So it, it looks like Dak, as you're showing right now via Ve- Vegas Insider, is your MVP favorite along with Sir Mister Irrelevant Brock Purdy. Yeah, he's the only guy that you could really put it like right now as Hertz is sliding, Mahomes is sliding, Tua is sliding, Lamar. It's like you could see what happens if Tyree Kill misses time. That's not good for the Dolphins. Uh, Lamar is an interesting one down there, but I mean, 
he's really t- got like started off slow, and I think it's right. it's taken a while for them to um, to kind of gel and figure out their identity with all the weapons they have and uh, the Ted Monken offense and stuff, and and then Tyree Kill down there. So I really do have to kind of side with you at Dak, and I got to shout out NoOffSeason.com because Paul Hickey and NoOffSeason.com they've had Dak Prescott as their top uh nfl quarterback to invest in like going back to before the season and a primary reason is because of the contract he signed with dallas the weapons they have uh the offensive line and then just a fan base i mean dallas has more social media followers and you can find this right on the internet they have more facebook more twitter followers more instagram followers than any other team in the nfl you know so it's it's that is a big role you know, and they have a lot of primetime games, you know, a lot of primetime games. I, I and, and I wasn't a Dak believer at first. I was like, OK, this this guy is just a middle of the road type of quarterback, but he is really freaking good. And, you know, the thing that's been crazy is Tony Pollard has not been Tony Pollard level good. And Andy, you and I are, were, were big Tony Pollard guys last year. And I know you were like me excited that he was going to get uh, the backfield, but there is no difference between him and Rico Dowdle uh, right now. So it's, Ooh. it's, it's crazy uh, to think how good Dak's been, you know, with CD and Jake Ferguson. Remember he lost Dallas, uh, uh, the Schultz guy uh, this, this off season. And I had a lot of Dalton Schultz in, in fantasy uh, this year. So it's 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 crazy to think. Now, before we get into uh, some more of the questions for our live viewers, Andy, it is a big week for football card enthusiasts because we do get some Donruss uh, out there in into the world. Andy, uh, you're like me, a, a sucker for the rated rookie uh, logo. So yeah, let's let's go Donruss. Uh, Donruss is a fantastic set right now. The sold results are doing really well. What I am curious to see if there's any been any blaster boxes uh, found out there in the wild, because uh, those are going to be, I think, a very hot commodity. Um, certainly for it looks like maybe some of them are in stock, certainly for CJ Stroud and a lot of these other rookies. You know, if you look at the checklist, it's not incredibly long, but they do have guys like Puka Nakua in there. So, you know, Ooh. it's it's gonna it's gonna be a really popular uh, set, nonetheless. Uh, the sold results are popping. I was looking at downtown. The downtown compared to the Marvels case, it the downtown's going for about twice as much as the Marvels, especially in the CJ Stroud scenario. Uh, but there's the um, the gold press proof, the gold press proof die cuts. Those out of 50 out of 10 cards are selling for a lot of money. Um, yeah, so the the, uh, the downtowns have, have um, some interesting artwork this year. And from what I understand, you can pull those out of blaster boxes. So I'm really, really curious to see if anybody's been able to find blaster boxes out there in the wild. So we have Jim B's the man. I think this is the first time I've seen Jim in here. Everybody welcome Jim to the football card quest he says he just ordered a retail box from wally world online well jim you go man when you pull that one of one puka let me know um obviously cj is 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 going to be uh the chase i will say it is disappointing for me andy to see that um bryce young has continued to look just absolute dog water um just just not good at all with one of the worst offenses in NFL history. Um I, I sat down and watched a full Saints Panthers game. And yeah, I wanted to jump. Now I'm a Saints fan and we won by 22. <laughs> I wanted to jump into an erupting volcano full of electric eels and lions. That's how bad I wanted to just do something else other than watch that horrible display of football. And CJ's now hurt. I hate that, but uh, it's 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 crazy uh, to to see some of these rookie quarterbacks. And then, of course, you got Anthony Richardson in here as well. Uh, but some of these prices, Andy, pr- pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, it's crazy to me that the Black Pandora optic preview out of twenty nine for CJ Stroud sold for twenty five hundred, and the Marvels case hit still sold for fifteen hundred. 
it just goes to show you, um, it gives you a good idea of popularity, you know, and that's a perfect card that you would want to send to auction right now. And you don't have to necessarily be so concerned about the ending time because you already know the hype is there for CJ Stroud. One game, uh, a concussion is not going to necessarily just, you know, uh, stray people away from his cards. And especially with this being a new product. So you're checking multiple boxes where you want to probably send that card to auction and um and yeah so i i just i think you know it's a good i good gauge of popularity and the downtowns are even a little bit more popular than that when you look at those selling for about three grand yeah i think some of that andy is because you could see the downtown inserts go up because you won't see as many autographs with these guys um so you could in theory and and Correct me if I'm wrong on this because I don't rip as much as a lot of you because you guys actually have money. I, I am just a, a YouTuber. <laughs> I'm not Logan Paul. Uh, but it seems to me that this could be a product where getting a few blasters compared to just one hobby would make sense because if I know downtowns are going to be in those blasters, uh, why not rip? as many blasters as I possibly can, because I know that there's a, a good chance I won't get as many high in auto. So th this could be one of the few times where I say, Hey, maybe getting five or six blasters is better than, than getting a hobby box. What would say you? Uh, yeah. I mean, it sounds good in theory, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm still going with the hobby box just because I'm guaranteed at least one or two decent hits out of there. And man, I'd love to pull up Puka Nakua. His prices are insane. He's actually up here with the uh, with the quarterbacks, man. Uh, $725 rated rookie black out of 10. Serial numbered out of 10. Sticker auto. Uh, Puka oh. Nakua. Pro uniform. Practice uniform. Yeah, pro practice uh, uniform. Now, this is always interesting uh, to me, Andy. We get these two comments here back to back. We get Hector, who's um, saying that Pac-Man, a big YouTuber, uh, opened a lot of Donruss, and he didn't get any uh, downtowns. And then Bryson says, I watched Mega Sky on YouTube open Donruss Mega Boxes, and they're loaded. Mega Sky. That is a uh, – that sounds like a porn star name. But uh, Mega Sky uh, was was on fire, uh, ripping wax. I gotta check this out. It, so I guess it 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 all depends on on how you want to receive that, right? Because you can see one YouTuber just open up a box after box after box, and it just be brick after brick after brick. Um, and then you see uh, another YouTuber just go full backyard breaks and pull just one of one autos, uh, just everything. So I guess Andy, it just depends on if you want to, to, to risk it. Yeah. And the mega boxes are selling for what looks like about $75 a piece Dang box, right. uh, box of three. So yeah, I mean about, about $75 a piece, 75, 80 bucks a piece here. And I mean, you, you just never know. Like, yeah, you look at a guy like Pac-Man, he's got one of the largest, you know, pack sports card open, uh, unboxing channels on YouTube. And you would think that he would have a higher hit rate. I'm sure he gets it from the same distributor or maybe even has a distributor license with the manufacturer the where that he just gets it direct from Panini. I don't know. You would think that going through 18 boxes, no downtowns, that's wild. And, and I talked to, um, our guy Ryan from uh, Rhinoverse, who already pulled opened a hobby box this past weekend, and he pulled a downtown in his first hobby box. It was a um, a Peyton Manning. It was a Sheriff Denver Denver uniform downtown. I'm like, holy Let's cow, go. man! This guy pulled like ten different downtowns last year. I feel like it's it's just crazy, man. You you never know. Uh, I haven't been fortunate enough to um, to to hit a case hit yet, but We've got a hobby box on our way. We're, we're doing a box break this weekend live on the Quest Saturday night. Uh, we'll see. We'll see, man, if the guys get lucky. Oh, boy. 
I need my guy late stick. I need my guy late stick in here to 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 give us a full breakdown of of ripping wax. Um, oh, dude, Kevin. Oh no, Kevin got a got a fake downtown. Unfortunately, Andy, that is a card that is reprint heavy, like a mother. Yeah, that. That's tough, but I haven't seen too many fake downtowns. I, from what I've been able to see, the Donruss are fairly easy to discern the fakes from the authentic. But I would love to see the a picture. Post a link to that so we can pull it up because I'd love to see what the pictures look like on that and how clever they are getting in the the reprint scam market because it's it's important. You got to look for little things like the. Um, like the texture, the text of the Donruss logo should be like that shiny silver. And that's really hard to replicate. We've seen people try and make um, Josh Allen's, Patrick Mahomes reprints before. We've been able to detect those and catch those in the pictures. If you look closely, uh, you can tell that they're they're not real. Look at Leo C with the great logic and the laugh emoji because he, he posted the laugh emoji. That's what makes this really funny. Y'all. If you want a case hit, just by a case there you go leo see that's that's good that's that's good logic that's really 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 good logic huh? 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 uh yeah you know i i'm still buying qb legends that are retired that's always it's been my focus of the past year so um you know the newbies it's, it's a little bit different uh for for me but i know there's a lot of people that just like uh the 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 new stuff so um there you go we say hi to dan we say hi to uh Ke oh yeah so kevin says he bought it off mercari uh the the fake downtown that's not really a shock um so yeah i would you could get good deals on mercari but i would be very careful andy to say the least yeah, I've seen some deals on there, but I'm mostly like, okay, you know, there's a, uh, a Tony Pollard rookie ticket auto for 25. Okay, I, I can believe that. I I'll go for it, you know, but I typically stay away from the the bigger bigger ticket items just because they don't have the same buyer protection programs that eBay has. You know, authenticity guarantee has been a big big thing. E eBay does things that really keep them on top of the of the marketplaces like steve says if it's too good to be true it's probably suspect yeah you're right on the money about that steve now andy it's about that time for hobby tip of the week and i'll let you go first my brother uh, yeah, sure. So my hobby tip this week is it's going to be about the PSA data. So, you know, so I, I'm wondering how the Jordan Love buyers are feeling out there. Hopefully you didn't end any auctions last night, but I was fascinated last the week over week. Jordan Love had more buy it now graded uh, sold volume than Brock Purdy. In fact, um, it was close. Jordan Love had 539 Brock Purdy, 526. So, and the next closest guy was Jalen Hurts with 202. And, and you know, they got beat down pretty bad by the Cowboys Sunday night. And behind that was Tua. And that's your your top um your top four. And Burrow, people are people are buying Burrow right now, even even so, uh, with Jake Browning, but they want to capitalize on Burrow, who's a big name in the hobby. But then we look at the amount of uh, cards added to the PSA database in terms of of rookie cards for these guys, it's um, hands down Brock Purdy. 2015 Brock Purdy rookie cards added to the PSA database over the past week, followed by Trevor Lawrence at 1,453 and Joe Burrow at um, 1,235, Jalen Hurts at 1,091, and Tua at 1,034. And those are week over week numbers. Out of that, out of those five guys right now, Brock Purdy's uh, the most hyped up. And my hobby tip is the fact that he is not quite yet back to the peak that he was before he dipped, before they went on that losing streak there in October. So he's not quite back up to that point, but he is he is definitely on the way. The, the PSA 10s for Brock Purdy got up to over $300. 
and um, they're getting there, but uh, not not quite there yet. They're probably in that 200, maybe even under 200 range. You might even be able to find one right now for just under 200 if you get lucky in an auction. It's going to probably be an auction that's ending over the next couple of days. Love it. Um, my hobby tip is uh, pretty simple, Andy. I, I'm glad that Hector brought this up. Um, he says, I've decided that my new goal is to buy a 1990 score Bo Jackson auto since they are rare. He doesn't sign that pick anymore. So I had a very interesting Twitter back and forth with um, some people complaining about a Bo Jackson in-person signing. Okay. In-person signings are no, go, go on Andy. I see a little grin. I'm I'm just I'm done. This is fascinating. This is fascinating because okay. I know Barry Sanders does a lot of in-person signings now. So I want to I want to hear this about Bo. Yeah. So Bo Jackson has a lot of things he cannot sign for legal obligations. Um, obviously, he's a legend, and by all accounts, he's a, a really good dude, right? And you know, it, it sucks for him when he's having to do these in-person signings because he has to remember all these things he can't sign, right? Because you know, you had a, you know, he's got, you got all these things with the Kansas City Royals, with the Raiders, with the Bo Nose pick, and then there's also stuff from his Auburn days that there's only a few things he can actually sign, and he also, Andy, can't just sign something blank, right? Because you can cut that signature out and 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 put it on essentially anything. So understand if you go to in-person signatures, there are so many different factors that go into an in-person signature. Obviously read how much it cost. It, is it better if, unless you're signing something that is really important to you, oftentimes Andy, the signature cost to get whatever item you want signed is more than what a signature just if is on eBay would be. Right, in-person signings uh, that the prices have gone up on 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 some players. So understand that. Also understand, Andy, that how the signature goes comes down to your prep. Right, you have to prep the card a certain way to get a clean signature on it. I'm not an expert at this, though. So I I didn't know this because I don't do a whole lot of like in-person signature kind of things. Right. Um. Pin prep is important. There's a lot of debate over what kind of pin do you want to use? Do you want to use a paint pin? Do you want to use an acrylic pin? Because there was someone who got some really rare, cool Bo Jackson cards signed, and the signature was very streaky, right? So the pin prep, what color pin you use matters, right? If you're getting a black one-of-one one signed, Andy, what color pin do you not want on a black one of one? <laughs> Probably black. <laughs> right. So you want uh, silver or gold or whatever the, the color may be that you want. So there are plenty of people out there that are autograph experts that you can uh, – there you go – that you could send your cards to and they can get it signed for you. But you want to get the card signed because you get that moment, Andy, with the athlete. Right, you're right there, and they're signing the item that's that that item that you really want to sign. So do your research before you go to an in-person signing. Understand the risk uh, that come along with it when the athlete is signing the card. Guess what, Andy? It's probably going to be a fingerprint on that card where he signed. So you probably need to make sure you have cleaning supplies on you there at the spot, so you can get that fingerprint on up. And then when you get the card signed. Don't get caught up in the moment uh, where your your blood's flowing. You're what you're waiting in these long lines, Andy. You finally get there, and then you're just so excited. And well, next thing you know, you dropped the card. You didn't put you didn't store it correctly. You didn't put it in a one touch. You didn't put it in a, back in a penny sleeve and a top loader. So understand that this is a business transaction, um, not only for you but for the athlete. And be ready for everything. Be very prepared. Don't just show up with your card and Oh, well, they're, they're for sure going to have a silver ink pin there or a silver Sharpie there. Um, you you do your research before you do it, because if you're paying that much money, do your re, uh, do, do the prep that is needed to make sure your autograph looks great. Have you ever seen anything like this? 
This, this uh, is a 2001 E-Tops, uh, number 140 Michael Vick. It's a sticker autograph, but check this out, man. Authentic sticker autograph uh, witnessed by Beckett. You ever seen anything like that? That's just, that's just weird as heck. That's <laughs> so weird. Right? It, yeah. And and if he did sign this in person, you'd want it at the top of the card, right, where you could actually see it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's 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 crazy. Um, so there you go. Uh, we say bye to Henry. He says, "Is this football talk only? I'm I'm buying baseball only out." Man, that's crazy, man. I I didn't. I I don't know if there was any indicators that this was a football card channel only, Andy. I, if only that there was something then that could have told me that. If uh, only. If only. Huh? If, huh? if if only we got we got to do a better job at you know naming our maybe we change the name of our channel. All right, I think what was it again? Oh, it's Football Card Quest. Yeah, that's right. So let's so, let, let's kick it yeah. over to our man Paul Hickey at NoOffSeason.com for his hobby tip of the week. Maybe he's got something non-football related, but I I doubt it. Let's, let's see what he's got. What's up, Football Card Quest? I'm Paul Hickey with NoOffSeason.com, co-host of the Sports card strategy show right here on the nooffseason.com sports card network andy and carter we talk about it being football card buying season right now and most of us are looking to buy in auctions to try to get that fair market value but every once in a while we see a card that we want to make an offer on and so what i'm going to talk about right now is adding context to your offer and what i mean specifically by that is when you find a card that you want to make an offer on where the buy it now price is a little bit higher than the most recent comps, I think it is strategically sound to potentially put some context around recent sales data in that offer without being too off-putting to the seller. So I'm going to use the Jalen Hurts 2020 Don Russ Optic Hollow PSA 10 is my example here. Recent sales data tells us that this card is actually down 2% over the last 180 days, which is really hard to believe considering the season that Jalen Hurts is having. However, uh, over the last 30 days, the most recent average sale is about $293. So right here, you see this is actually a pretty fair buy it now price, but because there is a make an offer option, I would implement this feedback on any card that you want to make an offer on. I would look at the most recent sales comps and if it's lower, obviously it's going to likely be lower than the buy it now price. So as you're making your offer, see in this little window here, you can put message. So if you want to make an offer here and say something like, most recent last three sales average out to $285, for example. Um, and you're going to offer $290. Um, you know, most recent three sales average to $285. What you're doing there is you're kind of letting the seller know that you are going to make an offer right around the most recent value, but lower than their current buy it now price for that specific reason. And I think as long as you're not off-putting about it, I think this is a really sound strategy. So especially if you really, you know, these these dollars add up, right? So if you can save 10, 15, 20, even $50 off of someone's offer, uh, there are other Jalen Hurts cards here, buy it now or best offer. One is 320 right? So, you know, this seller right here for 320. Now, if you're including that kind of context in their offer, you could say you could get this card for 285, 290, maybe by giving the seller a little bit of context. Now they could just simply decline your offer and, and basically tell you to go fly a kite. And that's fine. There's many, many, many of these cards out there. Chances are cards that you guys are making an offer on. There's other options for you. So the point here is don't feel like you need to Always come the seller's way on the buy it now or best offer situation. Don't be desperate in trying to buy the card. It is buying season. So make sure that when you're not in auctions, you're still negotiating to try to get the best deal possible out there. Everybody, 
Thanks so much for listening to my hobby tip of the week. Hopefully you found this valuable. We've got sports card school at nooffseason.com for beginners, for advanced flippers, and for high rollers. Andy Carter, back to you. The buy and now strategy, Andy. I've seen some guys get um, over 50% off on some cards. I've seen a buy it now, that exact card, go for as low as $210 back on um, November 18th. So, yeah, you never know, especially on a Saturday when someone's got their phone in front of them a, a lot more like readily available. Uh, they may just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and sell it. Um, so... You never know. It never hurts to make a 50% offer just to see. It could get auto-declined or it could go through. And that guy said, you know what? It's a good, a good, good offer, man. I'm going to go ahead and take the cash and run, you know? I love the Raider Rookie logo. I'm a, um, I'm a sucker for it. Now, here's the interesting thing, okay? I made that baseball joke. But I wanted to get into the hottest football card on the planet right now, Andy. Do you know what that is? It's actually a football player in a baseball uniform. Football player in a bit. Was it? Is it the? Uh, is it the Tom Brady in the baseball uniform? I can't keep hearing about the Tom Brady Expos card. You got Eli Manning tweeting out a little joke about it in a, in a San Francisco Giants uniform. I think it's cool. I really do. It's Tom Brady in in an Expos uniform, um, and the bounties that are out there for that card. The reason why I like it is because of the, um, uh, some of the um, extras you put in there, the inscriptions, right? Uh, So, yeah, I mean, there is some insane hype uh, surrounding uh, that, 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 that card. It's hard to find Carter. I'm trying to pull up a picture of it, man. This thing's like Tom Brady expos, uniform it's crazy how many people really freaking want this card um but doesn't really interest me uh, all that much but it, it still does uh uh it, it it just feels like that that card is just going to completely wear off into the stratosphere Um, yeah, I mean, it's, the thing is super rare, you know, this is one, one of a kind, something like that is, is a true piece of history. I, I could see that card being worth the same as like, uh, some kind of Babe Ruth or Mickey Mantle card, you know, just crazy, crazy money, especially in oh. today's collectible market. Oh, so, so you like the future of this card. I, I would, I would like the one that says, that Steve points out, if baseball doesn't work out, there's always football. Huh? <laughs> that's great you you, you you gotta love it but um i i love the hype i love the commercials that they've done they did a really funny commercial that had a uh, vlad guerrero and pedro martinez with uh, tom brady as like a used car salesman uh it was really 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 cool huh 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 um and Late Stick points out Tops tried a Tom Brady baseball redemption auto in 2014, and people are still waiting for it. Uh, that's <laughs> kind of wild. And you thought Panini's uh, redemption process was bad. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're working hard, man. Make people make people whole on those or at the national. And yeah, wow, that's pretty insane. There's there are people still waiting for it. It's, it's likely, you know, they're still waiting for Tom Brady to sign it, and he's never going to. Five hundred K bounty, as Hector points out. It's it's pretty freaking wild for a football player in a baseball uniform. If I was a baseball card enthusiast, I would be pissed off about that, though. I would be very pissed off about it because. You're like, oh, okay, what about all these baseball Bowman Chrome first that we're supposed to be excited about? And the card that's really getting the juices flowing is a football player in a baseball uniform, really? So uh, that, that shares with you the, um, uh, the, the, the current baseball climate um, right now. But before we get to play of the week, we'll take a few of your questions. Let's go to James, who wanted to talk hockey a minute ago. I almost blocked you, James. Uh, 
he, he comes in hot. The Chargers deteriorate. Herbert out for the season. Are the Chargers a buy right now for you, Andy? Uh, certain players. Like, I think Austin Eckler came back too quick from his high ankle. And, it, it, you know, they tried to force him back into the game. I don't necessarily know if they tried to force him or if he came back. It was kind of like he's got to get back into it because the Chargers needed any kind of uh, spark possible. So it's interesting because Justin Herbert has has gone down in value a lot. Like people are now starting to sell those rookie ticket autos for Justin Herbert under a thousand dollars. This is something we haven't seen since that card was released, and we're seeing this in all different sectors of the Justin Herbert market. And I'm still a Justin Herbert believer, but I think they've got to get new um, a new head coach in there, and obviously they've got to get some more wide receivers, man, you know, Mike Williams, uh, Josh Palmer, Quentin Johnston, a massive epic bust. Like, come on guys. They got to get better at drafting wide receivers. Maybe next year's it, man. You got a guy like, um, got a guy like your, your guy, Malik neighbors. He's getting a little, look, getting a little shade thrown on him. Getting it stolen that, uh, got robbed of the Bolitnikoff man. Yeah. Cause of Marvin Harrison. But, um, but yeah, man, maybe he'll be there and the Chargers can get their act together and have a better draft next year. I tried to warn you guys about Justin Herbert all offseason. I just didn't see the path forward for the Chargers. I just didn't. Okay. At first, you know, I was like, maybe, and and this might have been actually the offseason before I was talking myself into buying Herbert, but there's just so many Justin Herbert cards out there. And Man, with the way the AFC West is, with Mahomes and the Chiefs, Sean Payton and the Broncos, it's it's just hard to see a path forward for the Chargers in their current state. Um, but, you know, we've seen these cards go well over 1,000. Now it just keeps dipping down and down and down. So if there were a time to buy Herbert, over these next couple of weeks might be that time, Andy, to, to, to capitalize on – and look, he's a special talent, but th- this could be this could be it if you are a Herbert believer. I, I mean, you really need them to draft a wide because the thing is, the expectations heading into each season are sky high for him, so the prices are high. But then, yeah. as he under underwhelms, just as a team, I mean, yeah, sure, he's had some good games here and there, but as a team, they have completely underwhelmed and not lived up to expectations. Um, you know, and, and as a result, these card values have come way down. So this is going to start to wear off, especially as you see all these backup quarterbacks having success in the NFL, the other uh, quarterbacks establishing themselves as franchise quarterbacks and the deep quarterback class that's coming out next year. I mean, Herbert's now going to be heading into his what? Uh, 2021, two, three, he's going to be heading into his fifth year. That fear of missing out is quickly fading Carter. And, I think this is the last shot. Yeah, you can buy him now, but if 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 they don't draft a wide receiver that has some promising talent, the hype I don't think is going to be there next year unless maybe they have new coaching once uh, once again and maybe they invest in the offensive line a little bit. Maybe then there'll be some hype in September. That would be your out strategy, but if he underwhelms again next year, I see people moving off of him uh like not all together, obviously there's going to be people that just want to collect Justin Herbert, but I see a lot of people, you know, I see these going down, I guess is what I'm trying to say. We know that the bottom for these rookie ticket autos for 2020 could be as low as like 200, 250 bucks for Justin Herbert, realistically, even if he's a franchise quarterback, if they just continue to underwhelm and, and not make the playoffs out of the AFC West, which is not an easy feat anyways. um, Yeah. They're just going to keep going down, man. And I would be a buyer like crazy for at two hundred uh, for for something like this, um, which we but- could see by like October, November next year. Say they don't invest in the line, they don't invest in wide receivers, they don't get a new head coach. Uh, this time next year, these cards are 200, 250 bucks. That's a real possibility. At which point, yeah, I'm a buyer too. 
Let's get to a few uh, first-timer questions. I don't think I've ever seen Peyton in here. Have you, Andy, seen Peyton uh, Sayers? That is a great first and last name for NFL legends. Peyton Manning, Gale Sayers put together. That's just pretty awesome. Uh, do you think J.K. Dobbins will be back with the Ravens next year after the emergence of Keaton Mitchell? Yeah, so I, I I think this is a super interesting conversation because, you know, the, the running backs are pretty cheap in today's NFL, and they're not getting big contracts. You saw all the holdout issues uh, last year, you know, between Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley, and he's like, this is just what the new running back market is. Austin Eckler, they all had to, you know, just to, you know eat their, eat, eat their pills and, and get back to work, but you know, um, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's a really interesting. So look at the, look at the offensive guys that are projected to be uh, free agents this upcoming year. Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, Tony Pollard, DeAndre Swift, JK Dobbins, Zach Moss, Ezekiel Elliott, and Devin Singletary. JK Dobbins was, was going, it was teed up to have a great year, but got injured once again. Um, it was an Achilles this time, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, the problem is, man, that's like this—that's the second major lower body injury. I don't know what kind of injuries he had in college, but I know he carried the ball a lot. He had a pretty prolific college career, so I am concerned about. It. I think he does make a comeback. I like J.K. Dobbins. I don't know where he goes though. I don't. I don't necessarily think he goes back to the Ravens unless they just. Uh, unless he takes a, a really a really low deal, and I but I don't think he's going to get paid anywhere else. So, and then it would be a rotation. The Ravens have been kind of infamous for a rotation, and and they probably would ease him in. He'd be like a thirty percent guy with Keaton, and Keaton's so young and without the injuries that he could easily, um, you know, just kind of maintain a, at least a thirty percent workload. And you have this ugly three headed running back monster, which is never going to produce the results like Christian McCaffrey, you know, so. Mm. Ravens are 10 and three without J.K. Dobbins and first in the AFC because they are just a really good team. Lamar Jackson and, and it, it, and you know how big I am on Lamar, right? But just that whole team, Harbaugh, I mean, they're, they're just so well coached. Patrick Queen and that defense are, they're just really freaking good. Andy, a, a big debate going on between Dan, Hector, and a few others about the future of Justin Fields. I just don't believe the Bears are going to pass on this QB class. I, I just don't um, at, at this point. But I know you disagree. You think the Bears should build around around Fields. Yeah, this is what's so interesting to me. I, I think Justin Fields is a huge problem for the Bears because – it's almost like analysis paralysis, man. I don't think we're going to know what they're going to do until draft night. And I think it's one of those situations. I think this is going to lead to some Justin Fields hype. I don't think he's going to end up like a Trey Lance as a third string quarterback uh, for some team, you know, like the Cowboys. I think Justin Fields is a starter somewhere. I, I, I can, I get you what you're saying. I could see the bears, especially going into what's a contract year for Justin Fields. They could go ahead and refresh the rookie quarterback situation with the defense. Now, like coming into form here towards the end of the season, I could see the bears doing that just because it's the bears. They know they're going to sell out stadiums. We talked about that before. We know they're going to sell out stadiums. So um, they're still projected like all the guys at 3013 PFF still have the bears projected to take a guy like Caleb Williams. And they're getting that first round pick via Carolina. Who's right now the, the number one overall pick. So what I, you know what? It's an issue because I think fields has played good, man. When he is healthy, he's got great chemistry with DJ Moore. He's got great skills with his legs. Um, he's got a solid arm. And um, I would love to see them build in the line and continue building on the defense and 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 Lee Fields in Chicago. But at the same time, he's a starter somewhere else. That's why either way, I'm buying Justin Fields. Uh, the rookie ticket autos for him are still in that $200 range, sometimes a little bit lower. They went up a little bit this past week from under 200 I saw some that went from 110 to 140 that are now over 200. So 
when you can get rookie ticket autos of a quarterback on a uh, on a big market team like that, that's got the athletic building, the draft capital fields has got. I mean, it's just it's it's a good play because just like Justin Herbert, you can see the ceiling for these ultra modern rookie autos of quarterbacks in, in big markets. They can go up a lot. It's now time for play of the week. Andy, I'll let you go first. Uh, yeah, man, well, we we um, we're giving some good good plays here. You know, I like I like to look at the schedule because the next window for me to really flip cards is going to be obviously every week, but the playoffs, man, the playoffs coming up are huge. So when you look at some of these teams that are in the hunt, I want to go with the I want to go with the Homer pick here because I'm still finding a lot of Rashad White rookie autos okay. that are super cheap. He's leading the NFL in receiving and receiving yards. The volume is insane for him. Baker Mayfield is is a scrappy. Just uh, he, nothing's like super glamorous, but he finds a way to win. Right now, the Bucks are in first place in the NFC South. Carter. Um, so this this situation is interesting. Like Baker not, Baker Mayfield's prices have not gone up at all. He's having a, a career best season in terms of completion percentage. Some other advanced stats. And right now, with the Bucks being in first place, they get the uh, they get the Packers this this week, which is going to be an interesting game. They get past the Packers, the Jags, Saints, and then they finish up against the Panthers. Man, this is you know you got to make stands. Obviously, it helps when you when you believe in the team, but you got to make stands, man. These these are the guys that are going to go up the most when you can buy in the lowest. And they actually make the playoffs, then they could go have the chance to go up the most. So, um, I like I like putting together a little Baker stack right now with Rashad White and uh, some potentially some some Chris Godwin cards or some Mike Evan cards, and have that as a somebody's coming in, out of the NFC South in the playoffs. The Bucks have a smaller fan base, but I like the. Um, the fame that Baker has, I think the playoffs could be the the tide that lifts his boat, so to speak. Andy, I'm actually going to go, and I, I'm looking for wide receivers here that could have a big playoff game here or there. Um, I'll give you one small market team didn't play at the absolute biggest college. He still played at a big college. One guy that, that that's kind of raised my eyebrows here is is Parker Washington, uh, a really interesting receiver for the Jaguars. Um, you know, Calvin Ridley can disappear. We've seen that this year, and I, I've seen Trevor really trust Parker Washington in in spots. Right now, what's interesting for him, Parker Washington, is that is a crowded, and I mean crowded Jaguars room. Okay, you got Etienne out of the backfield, Evan Ingram, uh, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk. Obviously, the health of all those guys go up and down. But Parker Washington, I know he's a six-round pick, has shown some flash. Look, this morning, um, you could get some $3 out-the-door Jaguar uniform autos uh, of, of Parker Washington. So I'd say $3 out-the-door with shipping and all that would be about six seven ish dollars i like him i i really really do i do i think he's going to be a pro bowl player no but i think he could have one of these games that gets the jaguars over the uh over the hump in in a big playoff spot so could just be an eye testing uh for me but i i like what i've seen from the young receiver and i always cheer for the sixth and seventh round picks anyway hey he's a rookie man so you kind of you kind of you putting all the pieces to the to the uh, puzzle together there with you know people having that fear of missing out on a rookie he has a big game gets a gets one of them big calvin ridley games um absolutely man especially in the playoffs dude as a rookie with limited supply that we you know that that late of draft capital he's getting stuff like this the score autos you can see some people are buying it man he's getting bids the collegiate national treasures out of 49 25 dollars a score rookie auto 10 so i'm interested because when i can buy in at these prices i know it's very easy for me to flip you know i have very very easy time turning around selling something like this origins when i get it for under 10 out the door and selling it in a buy it now for 20 30 uh on game day when he has a big day 
thing I like about these origins is, you know, with these lower ranked rookies, you sometimes don't get the right jersey number, but you get them in the Jaguar uniform in his correct jersey number. Love it. Uh, I do like Hector pointing out that Michael Pittman's had himself probably the quietest good receiver uh, season. Man, I, I've always liked Michael Pittman. I, I really have. I drafted a decent amount of Pittman and Anthony Richardson stacks on underdog, and my heart shattered when AR went down. Andy, you're you're an actual AR fan. Um, bright future, those two. Yeah, man, and and I don't know if you caught some of the AR sold transactions, but people are still paying a lot of money for his rookie cards. And I think he is the best quarterback from the rookie class that has a Panini. So let me finish, guys. Don't don't go oh, CJ Stroud, but let me finish. That has a Panini like contract, the ability to sign autographs for Panini cards. So you know when those rookie ticket autos come out, AR is going to be the guy. You know when you can't find them from CJ Stroud, that's still going to be selling for um, for AR and yeah, Michael Pittman's a stud dude. When you see his separation numbers against man coverage, press coverage, double coverage, I mean, he wins all over the field. He runs a very, uh, developed, um, sophisticated route tree. Uh, rookie ticket autos are doing pretty good. I mean, you see a, a non-serial number red zone, $50 buy it now. I mean, that's pretty solid, man. Or like the cracked ice out of 22, 105. I mean, the guy's going to finish as a solid wide receiver one. And once again, he was a guy you were able to get in that um, those those running back dead zones, you know, like uh, rounds four through six. That's where you were getting Michael Pittman in a lot of cases, and he's totally paid off. And his quarterback for the most of this year has been Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew is going to be a free agent this upcoming year. I believe there's a chance, like, you look at a team like the Raiders, I believe Gardner Minshew could walk into a, a situation like the Raiders as the starter, which is yet to see. Let's see what the, let's see what these teams do in the draft. But you know, there's always teams that um, see a lot of value in investing in the trenches and then pulling in a free agent guy like Gardner Minshew that they know is going to, you know, air it out and and make things exciting and fun and take advantage of the weapons they have. So I could see him being a starter uh, for a team like the Raiders next year. And, and then obviously he fills in for, for quarterbacks that are injured. He fills in just fine. And, um, you know, Michael, Michael Pittman's going to have a, a top 10 wide receiver season. I'm just shocked that we had such a big Caleb Williams debate in, in the chat when we all know, and I waited till the end cause I didn't want the chat to be sidetracked when we all know who the true QB won of next year's NFL draft will be. It is none other than the Heisman Trophy winning Jaden freaking Daniels. Let's go, baby. So I appreciate Chad and a few others uh, who shouted out my love for, for Jaden. Andy, what are your thoughts about Jaden at, at the NFL level? And from a football card perspective, no Bowman to you for, for JD5. Ugh. Yeah. Hey, congrats, man. Congrats to you. I'm glad they see JD. I know there was a lot of a lot of shade thrown at JD and Malik Neighbors in this whole LSU Tigers offense, but you've been uh, sticking true to the film and the statistics all season long, man. So congrats to him. I think a dude. So what about what about this? Jaden Daniels drafted by the New Orleans Saints. Pick number nine. Right now, the Saints get pick number nine overall. I think this would be very, very interesting and awesome for Jaden Daniels' market. That would be huge, man, to, to for him to stay in Louisiana. I think the Saints right now have the most unpopular quarterback in the NFL in uh, Derek Carr. I have never, never seen a team hate their quarterback as much as the Saints players hate Derek Carr. The offensive line hates him. The receivers hate him. The team hate him. Just a weird situation all around, and they're 6-7 and seven right in the playoff hunt. And you can get one of the most likable guys in Jaden Daniels, who says and does all the right things, 5 a.m. into the locker room, uh, looking at film, one of the hardest-working guys. You'll see the guy that – actually 
looked himself in the mirror and said, hey, I'm not good enough and actually became a really good thrower of the football. Um, man, I would be crying if that were to happen. Uh, Jaden Daniels uh, went to uh, the, 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 the Saints because, you know, a lot of people are talking about Caleb Williams maturity in the chat. Jaden Daniels is an adult, right? He handles his freaking business, right? Uh, uh, so, yeah, and he's tough as nails. So I would go crazy if Jaden Daniels was on the New Orleans Saints. But let's go. That's too perfect, Andy. That's too perfect <laughs> uh, for, for, for that to happen. Now, we will be back next Tuesday. Don't forget, Football Card Quest, we need you to be a part of the Patreon. Sign up down below. Andy, is there anything else before we skedaddle? Uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely. get Check out all the perks and benefits we have. FootballCardQuest.com, uh, go premium. Uh, check out, uh, if, you're, if you're interested in baseball, I saw some guy in here earlier talking about baseball or something. Check out NoOffSeason.com or Sports Card Strategy. They've got all the baseball, basketball, uh, stuff like that content that you could possibly want. Um, and yeah, we will be back next Tuesday and we'll continue this draft talk. I mean, this, that's what it is, man. You got the playoff window and then you got free agency and then the draft. Those are the three big windows we're going to be talking about, but there's a ton of nuances uh, within there. So stay tuned. All right, y'all peace out. Peace.